0: The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of the SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And of course, make sure to check out our brand new Discord server. It is the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to SportsGembleyPodcast.com slash Discord. Drivers, start your... out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, I- improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things.
1: Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb.
0: Coming to you with another episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and we are going to get your... Betting slips filled after the end of today with yet another exciting chapter of our betting show. Cody, uh, yeah, welcome back, buddy. Another day, another dollar, huh?
1: Hey, man, another day, another dollar, another NASCAR penalty. Here we are. Here we are, boy.
0: (laughs) You're right that they are not messing around with these guys, man. Uh, Michael McDowell, the latest victim of the NASCAR slap on the wrist. Um, Man, walk us through that one, Cody, because that one's crazy. So yeah, they.
1: Uh, I mean, they randomly select a few few cars to take to the R&D research and development center every week. This week it was McDowell. I don't remember who the other car was, but uh, he had ended up finishing eighth slash sixth after the the disqualifications. Um, but yeah, they they found that they had altered the seams slash body filler is the uh, the description that Bob Pockers gave. Uh, and so they docked him 100 points and 10 playoff points, which is big because if a guy, so I mean, he, he was sort of within range points wise, probably not going to make it on points anyway. So the 100 points is kind of doesn't really matter. It drops him to 26th in the standings as long as he's in the top 30, he's fine. So if he gets a win, he, he should still get into the playoffs fine and everything. But 10 negative 10 playoff points now, if he gets a win, it'll go to negative five. But still, to carry negative five playoff points every round through the playoffs would not be great for a guy that's already going to be at the bottom of of the playoffs anyways and not help him out a lot. I mean, obviously, he wouldn't be expected to go very far, but the way he's been running, and we're going to talk about this later, the way he's been running lately has been pretty good. But uh, maybe that's because they were cheating, too. Who knows? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, NASCAR is not – again, they're not messing around with this new car, and I think – we'll probably see them especially so i mean we're on the we're on the run now we got five races left until the playoffs and then it's the playoffs and i know there's been a lot made about how they only really inspect the top two cars that's just how they've always done it they inspect third and fourth and fifth and that but but not as in detailed as first and second so elliot could have had the same thing but they didn't get that far by the time they disqualified first and second his car was already loaded up and and headed back to north carolina but When they get to the playoffs, they do inspect a lot more cars because it is the playoffs, because it matters so much. And I think they want to make sure that the standard is set now. Do not mess with these, or we will take it away from you in the playoffs. So I think you're going to see a lot more cars randomly getting sent to R&D. It's going to be more playoff drivers or or guys that are close to making the playoffs. I think they really want to crack down on this, and uh, I I think we're, we're going to continue to see them not allow them to skirt the rules on the bodies. You, you can skirt other rules, but on these bodies, do not mess with them, and they're very clear about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, about as clear as the tape in Denny Hamlin's Eagles uh, mouth, too, by the way. We we let that one slide right by us in that tweet. Man, that was totally crazy. missed it. That was amazing. I love that it, because the, the tape, somebody goes, who was it that pointed it out? Was it uh, the Killick, Gillick or uh, uh,
1: Jeff Gluck? Yeah, yeah, Gluck,
0: there it is. He was like, wait, is that, what is that in the Eagles mouth? Yeah. And it turned out to be a clear and, piece yeah, of tape.
1: A, a clear piece of tape was hanging from the eagle's mouth what do you say a while six, Benny a was 600K? Drinking his Pocono winner's champagne yeah with the trophy sitting on the table there which was it, it is it has been i think you mentioned this in the discord channel but it's been great how like well everyone has taken this and kind of turned it into a funny slash fun thing i mean obviously it's serious and it sucks for guys getting disqualified and stuff and all that but They've turned it into kind of a funny thing and, and gives us something to talk about all week too.
0: Yeah, yeah, and again, senses of humor carry you a long way in life, and that's really you can't change what happened, but you can certainly change the way you react to it. So, kudos to all of those drivers for doing that. But Cody, we are a full race slate again, three series on in Indianapolis, but at different areas of Indiana. Uh, I wouldn't say all in Indianapolis, but uh, different parts of Indiana. And it begins with the truck race, a Friday night truck race, Cody. And this is why we're doing this show a little bit early because the lines are out because they need to be because they got to be out for Friday's race. It is the T-Sport 200 At the Lucas Oil Raceway, this is 220 laps on a six-tenths, just a little over six-tenths of a mile uh, short track here at Lucas Oil, uh, just a few minutes away from the other big boys. But yeah, this is it. This is the start of the Truck Series uh, playoffs, so it will only be Truck Series regulars from here on out which uh, gives us uh, stuff to work with, but not as much to work with as normal. Uh, But we definitely found some good bets for you guys heading into this race. And uh, again, this is a short track race to begin the playoffs, so a lot is on the line for these drivers. And you're going to hear a lot of names that you've heard all season long, but uh, we're definitely going to break down some of our favorite bets. Cody, why don't we start with you and your first bet of this weekend?
1: Yeah, and actually, uh, the truck series is generally one of the harder series for me to kind of find some bets that I like, but I didn't have as much of a problem this week. I really found some that I like, so let's jump into it. going to start with my guy, Carson Hosovar, over Ben Rhodes. This is minus 150 in this head-to-head matchup. Uh, Hosovar's beat him four of the last five races, and really, they haven't even been close. Uh, at Pocono, Hosovar was fifth, and Rhodes was 19th. At Mid-Ohio, Hosovar was third, Rhodes was 23rd at nashville so uh i mean a triangle but basically an oval then a road course of course but back at nashville another oval uh hosovar again third Rhodes 12th and then back at sonoma another road course again but still hosovar was sixth and uh and Rhodes was 18th so the one one race in there where Rhodes got him was was the dirt track race which hosovar actually looked really good at at knoxville and then had an issue and wasn't able to continue, so ended up DNFing in that race. But I don't – I mean, the way that they've been running lately, this matchup doesn't really seem that fair to me. Uh, I think Hosovar has clearly been the better driver, getting the better results. That's That's been more um, more steady with his finishes and, and he, reliable. And Rhodes, you know, we, we've talked about him last week, and we liked that his long odds and stuff, but he just hasn't done much lately. Now he's the defending series champion. The playoffs are here. Maybe he quickly turns things around, but it's not been trending that way, so I'm going to keep riding the momentum that, that Josavar has over Rhodes.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at back at what Rhodes has done over the last couple of weeks. 19th at Pocono, 23rd at Mid-Ohio, 12th in Nashville, 10th in Knoxville, not bad, 18th in Sonoma, just a bad stretch from about Sonoma on down for Ben Rhodes, whereas Hosevar obviously, a little bit more of a driver on the upswing. We'll talk about a little bit more of what he's done in that truck when I set up one of my bets, but yeah, I, I like this bet for sure. Uh, this was where I was leaning, heading into that as well. So Josevar over Ben Rhodes. I, I wanted to pick Ben Rhodes because, you know, he's, he's done well at short tracks, but unfortunately, just as of late, he hasn't shown exactly what made him a champion, and so I can't, I can't get behind him. I kind of researched myself out of a Ben Rhodes uh, bet this week, so uh, you see where I'm at on that one as well. Uh, but my first bet of the weekend is Ty Majeski over Christian Eckes. You look back over the last couple of road races, or not road races, rather short track races that these drivers, the truck drivers, have been on, and this this matchup has definitely panned itself out in two of the three. So I, I like his odds to do it. He did it last week, uh, Ty Majeski, one spot over Christian Eckes, and it's funny because that's what happened at Martinsville: Majeski eleventh, Christian Eckes twelfth. Uh, you look back at uh, where it was at Bristol the dirt. That was the only one where Ekis did not or Eckus got Ty Majeski and Eki got fifth in that one and Majeski got 21st. So that was that was the bugaboo there. But yeah, I mean over the last couple of, of weeks, this has panned out in Majeski's favor. I, I like the odds on this. It's only minus 120 and, and uh, I, I like Ty Majeski over Christian Eckus in this truck race.
1: Yeah, I like it. You know, I'm a big Majeski guy. I've been on him all season. I really like him. I think he's uh, he's one of those up and coming drivers that we're going to be watching for a while. And yeah, like you said, the it's been trending that way lately. And again, when you get to this part of the season, it's all about momentum and and how guys have been running and how they're going to keep running. So I'm just going to ride with that that with you. Jumping into my next one, Johnny Sauter is in this race. Um, he's only started three races this season in the Truck Series. But uh, I've got him actually for a top five at plus 300. So he's only started three truck races this season. One was in a random truck that really sucked, and I think he got a DNF in that. But in this 13 Thor Sport truck, he's run three times – or twice. Um, He finished second to William Byron at Martinsville. Martinsville is probably the closest comparison track to this track. It's the shorter track this one's a little more banked than, uh, than Martinsville is, but, but the closest comparison. Um, so he finished second to him there. He beat Kyle Bush even in that race. Uh, so, so very good. And then he finished fifth at gateway. So two for two on top, on top five finishes, uh, in the, in the races he started, they selectively picked tracks that he's going to be better at it, for him to run this limited schedule. And, You were maybe concerned towards the beginning of the season, like is he really going to have that good of a truck with it being a part-time ride after kind of – he's been full-time in that truck before, um, but now they've cut it back to part-time, but he doesn't seem to have skipped a beat at all. He's a, I believe he's a former series champion, and, uh, I mean, he's been all through NASCAR for years. So uh, he's an experienced guy, knows what he's doing. He's going to jump in, not miss a beat. A top five is very achievable for him. And a plus 300. You could also sprinkle a plus 800 for a top three. I don't, I don't hate that either. Again, we saw him finish second to William Byron. He's not even going to be in this race at Martinsville. So he can definitely get it done, and those are great odds.
0: Yeah, I was looking at the short track results too and saw his name pop up, and, and I was going to throw a bet down on him, but I was like, ah, damn it, uh, Cody got to him first, which, of course, you're going to get to him first. Uh, but I do. I like that bet again. He's he's one of those names that we don't see very often, and the fact that we were able to, to kind of throw him in there and and as a top three option, you know, or as a top five option even uh, at plus three hundred, I, I like that as well because he's proven to be able to run on these short tracks very well. A lot of experience, like you said, and that goes a long way into being able to to hang over the long haul. So, yeah, I definitely like that bet. Um, I'm going to take uh, Cody's man, Mr. Josevar, as a top three pick. And it's because of everything that Cody had said uh, and because I like to tail Cody. But think about it this way, too. He finished second on the dirt, uh, went back, finished second in Darlington. But over the last three weeks, especially, third in Nashville, third at Mid-Ohio, fifth at Pocono. So, you know, and he had a good truck at Pocono. He just couldn't necessarily get it up into the top three. I think, you know, maybe a couple more laps and he might have been able to do it. But um, the way that that race kind of strung out, yeah, he just didn't have it. But... I have a feeling that he could do another top three finish here uh, at this is for, because he's good at short tracks. and that's, you know, something that I, I like to see out of him. And not just that, but he's, again, momentum. Cody talked about momentum, and that's what uh, Carson Hosevar has right now. Definitely all of the momentum in the world, especially after jumping in an xfinity ride and and doing as well as he did there, too, right? I mean, he's he's jumping in cars all over the place and, and finding himself in successful situations week in and week out. So the, to start this playoff run, I know that team's going to be pushing hard and they're going to probably give him just a little bit extra. They maybe not tape his truck, but they'll give him a little bit extra to, to get into the top three uh, this week.
1: Maybe you can get away with it on the trucks. Maybe they don't care as much <laughs> there. Who knows?
0: <laughs> but, uh,
1: no, you know, I love this. I love all Carson hosts of our bets. We'll, we'll come back to him in a few because I, I got some more on him. Uh let's jump to my next one here. I've got another top five. I the top fives just kind of jumped out at me this week. And again, it's just riding this momentum. Chandler Smith, top five. It's minus 125. He won the race last week. Um, he, he finished sixth at Martinsville. We just talked about that race earlier. Both Kyle Bush and William Byron finished ahead of him. You take those two guys out, obviously that would have put him up into fourth and easily in the top five then. Um, but again, another guy who's been running well. He won last week. Ride that momentum again. He's proven he can do it on short tracks. We know these KBM trucks are good. They're in it for the playoff run now, so you're gonna see it from them. So again, Chandler Smith, top five, minus one twenty five. Man, the the top five, top tens. I I got a lot of that this week, but it just there's the best odds we've seen in a while on these kind of bets. Like some weeks, it's just ridiculous, and you're like, you wouldn't, you don't even want to touch them, but just such good odds here both with solder being a plus money at the plus 300 and then even smith here at minus 125 again it's just i mean he's the fourth favorite driver in this race so that would lead you to believe he should be in the top five obviously um but again riding that momentum of, of winning last week and then the way he performed at martinsville earlier this season has has me having a lot of faith in chandler smith which i don't know that i've picked him in any bets this year so
0: I think I may have be the only one right that uh, put him in some sort of head to head. dig. But you're yeah. right. I mean, we haven't really said his name very much. Of course,
1: we've talked about a bunch. No, but.
0: no. And then he pops out a win last week. Go figure. So, uh, all right. Speaking of winners, uh, I'm going to give you my winner for the truck race before Cody lists off the field. And uh, my yeah, hey, I only got two <laughs> this week. <laughs> my my winner to win this race is boring. Uh, Cody, I'm I'm getting boring with this, but. This guy's name, I, I don't know that you can't not say it uh, every week at least once, right? I mean, finished second last week, and that's John Hunter Niemicek. He finished fourth at Martinsville, third in the dirt at Bristol. He came back with a win at Darlington, not a short track, but still, and he's long overdue. I mean, the guy still has 11 top 10 finishes, seven top fives in 16 races, finished third like, uh, I'm sorry, third at Pocono, not second, third at Pocono, second in Knoxville, uh, third in Charlotte, like, the, the kid's just running the rails off of this car, he's gun- or this truck, rather. He's going to get a win. He's going to break through for a win at some point, and I think this start of the, the playoffs, and I've said that about a million times, drink when I say start of the playoffs. Uh, you'll be drunk by the time we're done laying down the bets. Uh, but yeah, just to start this out, he would love nothing more than to get a win in this uh, Kyle Busch Toyota. So, uh, and maybe just to redeem his owner's name a little bit and, and to wipe, to take the the news off of his cheating. But yeah, I, I think John Hunter Nemechek, he's a plus 450, which is not the favorite to win. And it's actually good enough value, I think, for a winner of this truck race, to be honest with you. I was a little surprised that it was as high as plus 450, so I, I went ahead and said, let's do it. Because, like I said, John Hunter Nemechek, I think he's long overdue for a win and this is the time to start really gearing down and 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 getting those wins.
1: Yeah, I mean this guy's never a bad pick. Also absolutely dominated last season, should have won the Truck Series championship did not. Has not had the same season this year. Now you're in the playoffs where you could turn it around and get that championship that he signed up at KBM to get last year. There's probably not going to be anybody taking these playoffs more seriously than John Ornimechek. I would not be at all surprised If he comes out and, and, you know, just goes crazy in these playoffs, starts rattling off wins. So I like this. I mean, again, like the Cup Series, like in the Xfinity Series, if you win, you're locked into the next round of the playoffs. So then the next two races doesn't matter. You can finish last, whatever. You're locked into the next round and you get more bonus points to carry on in those future rounds. So it matters a lot to these guys, especially a guy like that who feels like he should have had it last year. Wasn't able to get it done. He's had a rough season. If you're going to turn it around, what better time to start that than now?
0: Yeah. I will say, though, that this is the first time the truck series has been here since 2011, too. This is this is a very long break in between when the truck series has ran. So there's no past track history for almost, in fact, all these drivers, yeah, I don't all think, these all these guys, truck drivers.
1: Yeah. yeah, And this is a great track, too. I'm so glad they decided to come back here. This is one of those fun tracks that, I mean, short track racing is always good. Short tracks with the trucks, even better. So I'm super glad they came back here. Okay, my two winners, um, both guys I've already talked about. Carson Hosovar, you know I love this guy. I can't quit him, plus 800. He's so close, man. He's so close. I'm going to keep saying it until he gets it. We're going to hit it one of these weeks. It it could be any time now. Again, another guy who feels like he could be a champion, feels like he could make a run, is probably trying out for some bigger, better rides coming next season. Uh, potentially even a cup series ride with with GMS or uh with uh who does he race for? Boyd Nice. Yeah, Nice is uh, has considered expanding to the cup series. So if they do, they could take him with them. Um but yeah, so Host of 800 already kind of laid out my case why I like him. You did as well with with how well he's been running lately. And then Johnny Sauter, 30 to 1. I mean, again, we just talked about it. Two races. I'm not going to count that other race in that other truck. Uh, but but two races in this 13 truck and, and two top fives, and one of them being a second place to William Byron and beating Kyle Bush on the most similar track to this one. I don't know that there needs to be much more of a case than that. Uh just incredible value at 30 to 1
0: for for a guy like Johnny Sauter there. I mean, Cody loves his long shots and and definitely worth putting money on because we've seen them hit, folks. We've seen then also i don't
1: know if this is some kind of sign i did not plan this all three of my long shots this week are 30 to 1 oh very random but i was typing that into the document after i had already picked all my
0: bets and i go wow that's uh 30 to 1 all right that's what it is this week huh?" if you're a numerologist you might as well uh put some stock into that one put a little bit of money on that one so all right get out your pen and paper we'll break down the truck bets for you as we always do Cody started us off with Carson Hosevar over Ben Rhodes at minus 150. I gave you Ty Majeski over Christian Eckes at minus 120. Cody gave you Johnny Sauter to finish top five at plus 300. I gave you Carson Hosevar to finish top three at plus 200. Cody gave you Chandler Smith as a top five at minus 125. I gave you John Hunter Nemechek to win the race at plus 450. And Cody went easy on you, gave him, gave him Carson Hosevar at plus 800 and Johnny Sonner to win at plus 3,000. Come back. We're going to set up the Xfinity race at the Indianapolis Grand Prix. But first, as we always do, let's tell you about when. Make sure to get down on the WinBets. Bet $50 to win a $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. If you're betting baseball, you got to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to play MLB. If you're looking for the ultimate fantasy football experience, look no farther. Bet $500 or more on Sports or Casino before July 31st. Time's running out. By the way, TikTok, get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at the Encore beach club it includes a two-night stay at win resorts for you and your entire league multiple entries are always allowed so much to choose from all you got to do is head over to sports podcast.com slash win bet that's sports gambling slash w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bets today offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through win is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 Make sure to get on down to that new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Plus, get some exclusive uh, just jokes and memes and tweets, everything you ever wanted in that Discord channel, especially in ours, the NASCAR channel for the uh, SGPN Discord. Make sure you get over there. So much to choose from. So much fun to be at. TVs, movies, poker. Uh, DJs only where there's just all bets are off. Everything's going crazy in that room. Uh, it's almost like DGEN's gone wild. Just, just get over there. Find it right now at sportsgamilypodcast.com slash discord. Xfinity boys, head over to the Indianapolis Speedway for the Pennzoil 150 at the Brickyard. This is a road course this will be the same course that the uh cup drivers will take to uh and hopefully turn six will not necessarily be as gigantic of an issue as it was last year here at this race uh, just uh again and it wasn't that bad for the xfinity race though was it i don't remember it being that no, bad. no i think
1: xfinity i i feel like they ah, i can't i'd have to look back i feel like they maybe had an issue or two and it was kind of like maybe they should have realized that and done something about it but i feel like they maybe didn't have an issue but the cup cars are different i mean obviously these cup then that'd be these cup cars with that diffuser on the bottom of them my goodness it would absolutely destroy those cars but uh yeah i, I don't I don't remember there being such an issue in the in the Xfinity race last year. I don't either.
0: Uh, it is sixty-two laps on this 2439 mile road course, good for one hundred and fifty-one point two eight or two one eight miles. Again, this is uh, this is where the big boys are playing. This is the second year that they've been doing this uh, at this track for the uh, um, yeah for the Xfinity. Actually, it's three times. Right, this is the third time they've done this. Uh, road trace.
1: Yeah, I think the third time for Xfinity and then second time for, for Cup. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sorry, got
1: it a little mixed up there.
0: Little, little mix up on that one, but yeah, so Chase Briscoe won the first one here with Justin Haley and Noah Gragson uh, in tow by a good second, almost two seconds, so a pretty big win. Uh, in 2021, Austin Cendric beat AJ Allmendinger. Justin Haley was right there as well. And then now he brings us to the 2022 version And we will start to set up our bets for this. Uh, Cody, what are you looking at first?
1: Well, my first one I'm going to look at is uh, Josh Berry. Again, back to these top fives. Josh Berry, top five. He's at plus 350, which seems like crazy value. So we've had three Xfinity uh, races on road courses so far this season. He opened the season at Coda, 27th. Not a great showing. But then at Portland, he finished fourth. And Road America, he finished third. So he's one of those guys that's that's gotten better at it. He's, he's a, again, he's only really in his first full-time season in the city, but he's one of those guys that's a very, very experienced driver. He's got a lot of iRacing experience, simulator stuff, and all of that, along with other types of racing. So he's a veteran of racing, and those kind of guys know how to stay out of trouble, how to avoid the, the big spin-outs, and all of that stuff. So he's proven the last two, two road courses that – He can finish in the top five and a plus 350 again big value here and you kind of spread out some of these these higher again we've talked about it before road courses head-to-heads are a lot tougher at road courses because it does just take one quick spin uh, or something like that for a guy to to finish behind another guy we saw it with aj allmendinger in the cup series race at coda he could have won that in the last two corners and then he ended up finishing like 37th or whatever it was so and now again that can ruin a top five as well but gives you a little bit more uh leeway and room if they can be up there then you don't have to worry about where somebody else is running or finishing and stuff like that. So, and again, at plus 350, I feel like that's really solid value
0: for for Barry. It's crazy how the value is, right? For these these top 5s, these top 3s, you you said it in the last segment and I'll echo it here because it is. It's it's weird to see such good value on these uh these finishing positions. So, this that's probably why we're pretty heavy on him this week is cuz there's just so much good value to be found. Maybe it's the uncertainty of what we're seeing. Maybe it's just the fact that, uh, you know, we're, we're getting closer to the playoffs. I don't know what it is, but I'll take it. In fact, I'll take it for my next bet where Bubba Wallace is actually in this race. Uh, this is not a, a, a playoff situation for these Xfinity drivers, so that means that cup drivers can swap back and forth, and Bubba Wallace is in This race and look, here's the thing about Bubba, right? I mean, we all know that he hasn't been finishing the best this season in his cup car. He's only got four top tens. He's got two top fives in his 21 starts, but look at what he's done over the last four weeks or rather go back five weeks even and it's actually been quite impressive. And I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe the tape is, you know, making its way down the, the Toyota camp. Or maybe it's just that Bubba's actually starting to drive better, right? 12th place at Nashville. We'll, we'll toss out Elkhart Lake. I mean, look, man, Road America was tough for everybody. He had a brake problem there. Can't really put that on him. Uh, he finished 14th in Atlanta, third in New Hampshire, eighth in Pocono. So, you know, we talk about top tens. Two of those last races have been top tens. And Loudon was a, a top three. So Bubba's creeping. I know I gave him as a, as a top three or top five last week, and, and damn it if he wasn't almost there. But I feel like in this Xfinity ride, I, I, he's going to have a lot more of an edge to him now because I think he's, he's getting something. He's figuring something out. And he's going to learn this track, and, and I think he's going to get down at least to the top five before it's all said and done. I don't think he's going to win, but I see a top five in his future.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And he's in that 18 Gibbs car. We've seen that car be competitive. It's come very close to some wins this year. And in the past, I mean, that's a car that that would when it was the 54 car, they they kind of switched the numbers around, but and it was, you know, always rotating between guys, would win a ton. So, it's definitely a car that can. We've seen it already Gibbs has won a bunch this year. Ty Gibbs that is in, in his car. Brandon Jones also with a win. So, we know those Gibbs cars can get it done. He is a talented driver. He's done it before in xfinity and trucks and all of that uh he's become a better road course racer he's not i mean i'm about to talk real shit on toyota when we get to the next segment for for road courses but uh but not so much in the xfinity series they've been fine just in the cup series for whatever reason but uh but no i, I like this one a lot and just a note there is actually a decent amount of cup guys in this so ty Dillon is going to be in the number six car uh you got chase briscoe in the 07 uh, Alex Bowman is in that 17, the Hendrick car, uh, that, that, uh, Kyle Larson raced at the last road course. Uh, so he's going to be in that. You got Bubba in the 18 car. You got, so Brandon Brown is actually moving from his Brandon built car, the 68 over to the 47 to drive for Mike Harmon and Austin Dillon is stepping into that 68 car, which there's a whole nother story there with, uh, brad keselowski's spotter is the spotter for the 68 and xfinity car so he's spotting after they had their little run in a few weeks ago but uh yeah and then ross chastain also is in the 92 car so there is a good amount of cup series guys in this trying to get laps and practice on a road course that again we've only been to once and you can't really look at it because everything was so crazy so just to get some laps on this track um you do have a lot of entries but Okay, moving on to my next Xfinity Series bet. I'm going to jump right into my winners. Ty Gibbs, plus 450. I just read off all these loaded Cup Series guys that are going to be in this. Last time we were on a road course, he out Kyle Larson, one of the best in the business, to get it done. I probably stole this one from you because I got in the dock first. <laughs> I figured you – I almost went with Almondinger just because uh, I knew you would go with it, but my conviction on Gibbs is too big this week, and, uh, man, he's so good. He was so close last week with the finish, second place finish. He's been hot. He's already got four wins this season. We're getting down to crunch time. We're close to the playoffs. Let's snag some extra playoff points before we get in there, is what he's thinking. So Ty Gibbs plus 450. And then Austin Hill, 30 to 1 for him. Again, my 30 to one long shots this week. He finished second place at Coda, third place at Portland, and fourth place at Road America. So he's got a top four in all three. Xfinity series road courses this year and he's 30 to one he's not a guy you think of when you think of road courses and I didn't really think of that either actually I was browsing through the road course and I kept thinking why is Austin Hill's name keep popping up as being so good at these so you don't even really think about it but he's been sneakily good he's been up there he's been able to keep it clean and get those good finishes and we've seen especially in these lower series where you know these guys are kind of all over the place and you know you get one guy that spins and collects half the field and Noah Gragson wrecks three quarters of the field at at uh, one of those road. I think that was at Road America, but uh, but yeah, again, a guy that's finished second, third, and fourth at the three road courses, thirty to one, and he's been great this season. We've seen it. He's been consistently running well. He's got a couple of wins. We hit him a couple of weeks ago at Atlanta. So thirty to one can't pass that up uh, for Austin Hill to win this race.
0: Yep. I mean, look, Ty Gibbs, obviously, like you said, uh, you got to the dock first and I was like, son of uh. <laughs> so I couldn't necessarily pick uh, Ty Gibbs. But look, the only other guy on the board that I think stands a chance uh, really is just A.J. Allmendinger. Like literally the guy is absolute money when it comes to road courses. One in Austin, one in Portland. He was sixth at Road America, not the best of a run, but we saw him battle for the front of the pack most of the day anyways. I mean, look, the A.J. Allmendinger at plus 450 is kind of insane, but considering all of the cup regulars that are going to be down there, I can see why they bumped, but he's also a semi-cup regular too, so it doesn't make any sense. I mean, he is a road course ringer. You've heard us say it in the last three or four road races. That we've covered and, and everything that we've ever said about him up until now holds true to this race as well, especially given the fact that, uh, you know, he, he's done so well here and I'm not even scared to put 450 on him because I have a feeling that he's going to absolutely get it done and, and get it done well. And like you said, you are almost going to do it too, right? So I, I can't really balk at that either.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he would be my next best pick. Yeah, you got some of these cup guys in here. Their, their odds are a little bit shorter, and that's giving us a discount on these Xfinity regulars. But these are the two guys we see week in and week out. There's been three races so far this season. There's been cup guys in all three of those, and these are the two guys who have won those three races. Dingers won two of them and gives one, the one, the last one at, at Road America. So these are the guys who got it done. This is their series. They run in here week in and week out. These other These cup guys, yes, they're good. Would we be surprised if a Chase Briscoe for Ross Chastain and Alex Bowman even wins this race? No, absolutely not. Of, of course, they have a very good chance. That's why their odds are so short. But when you're looking at values, I think that the value is more in these Xfinity Series regulars who are used to their teams. They're gelling. Everything's you know, full full on running right now, and, and they've been doing well, so just keep riding with them.
0: And last season at this very event, Almendinger finished second to Austin Sindrick. So... You know, and it was only, well, it was 2.18 seconds. So it wasn't a, you know, a photo finish, but still, I mean, you know, Almendinger was right there at the end in this one. So I'll take him. And then I'm also giving Carson Hosevar, uh, I'm mean, sorry, <laughs> Noah Gregson. Got Carson Hosevar's name on our lips. Uh, I got Noah Gragson. Uh, I'm going to kick the tires on him a little bit. Uh, he finished fifth here last season. And, you know, Noah Graxson's one of those guys that we've talked about all season long, just being a a solid contender, a solid dude, to be honest with you, all all things considered. Won last week at the Pocono. Uh, He's won at Talladega, finished fourth at uh, Austin. He finished in, well, 36, but he got crashed out there at Fort Worth. Um, Elkhart Lake, he finished in eighth at Road America. If solid finishes all season long for this guy. I'm riding the hot hand with him coming off of the win at the Poconos and at plus 1,200. I, I, I can't even find words to describe how much value there is in Noah Gregson at plus 1,200, given that he's actually per, uh, performed quite solidly at road tracks over the course of his career.
1: Apparently the books did not learn last week. That was exactly the point that we made when we talked about him to win last week at Pocono nine to one so much value there again one of the most talented xfinity series drivers on the best team in one of the best cars now you're getting him a 12 to one like yeah he's not necessarily your typical road course guy but we've seen him battle up with those guys be in the mix get the solid finishes so he's not
0: that far away from winning one 12 to one great great value in him here i love it all right get your pen and papers out who are about to break down our xfinity bets uh, Cody busted out with Josh Berry's top five at plus 350. I gave you Bubba Wallace as a top five at plus 500. We've sort of built the top five. If you if you follow along closely, we, we've picked what the top five is going to be. Uh, <laughs> Cody gave you Ty Gibbs to win at plus 450, and Austin Hill is his long shot at, surprise, surprise, 30 to 1. Uh, I gave you A.J. Allmendinger to win at plus 450, and also I gave you a bonus Noah Gragson to win at plus 12. Come back with the Verizon 200 bets. The big boys, the cup boys, take into the Indianapolis Grand Prix for stage three when we come back. But let's first start by telling you and asking you if you knew that browsing online using incognito mode, it doesn't actually protect your privacy. That's right, without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and all kinds of other prying eyes. Well, that is why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location Will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's literally that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you gotta do Tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Look, we know. We know. Life is expensive right now. Everything costs everything you've got in your wallet and then some. Sometimes it feels like you've got to apply for a loan to fill up your gas tank. I get it. I know. It's out there. You can't get away from it. But what if I told you that you're living paycheck to paycheck, you're struggling to make ends meet. I know it can be really stressful, but Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it what is dave well dave is the banking app that can help you get up to five hundred dollars instantly with extra cash that's more money to fill your tank maybe buy a wedding gift it's still wedding season out there i don't know maybe you got friends family that's getting married and you need to get him a gift you don't want to go out and apply for a new home loan it's fine use dave get a little extra cash catch up on some bills you can finally tackle all those expensive expenses that have been stressing you out without any hang-ups there's no interest no credit check. None whatsoever. And millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch, you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from Future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal instant. Transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member F-D-I-C. Future U we'll thank you future. You always thanks you for listening to this show because it's, it's not just Dave that helps you out because Dave helps you out quite a bit. Let's not get you, but Cody helps you out because Cody has been cashing those tickets lately and we're having a blast doing it. So, uh, yeah, just, just get Dave, but also get Cody. Cody can help.
1: I'm feeling pretty confident again this week, Rod. We'll, uh, We'll see if it pans out. It's only been like six weeks in a row that we've hit one of our winners. So no pressure at all, but uh, <laughs> let's let's try and do it again.
0: A confident you is a profitable you, and I'll take that every day of the week. Uh, Cup boys driving around this Indianapolis speedway or road course, as it were, uh, and they will be going the Verizon 200 is their destination Uh so yeah, this is gonna be the second year that they've run it. We talked a little bit about it on our on our preview show, our recap show, about the just complete and utter chaos that took place last year, uh, especially around turn six where there was a part of the track that just popped up and basically took everybody down with it. Uh a horrible situation. NASCAR was a little bit embarrassed. I think they've fixed that problem now, hopefully, and we're gonna see some cleaner racing. Maybe we won't see Chase Briscoe parked this year. Uh, but we're we're probably in for still some fun to be had. 82 laps around the 2.439 mile road course, just just shy of 200 actual miles. 1 point, well, 1.99.998 miles. Uh, that is that is what it is. Last season, we saw some absolute craziness, and uh, and yeah, like I said, hopefully we're not in for that again. This week, But it was A.J. Allmendinger who won that race after all of that nuts. Ryan Blaney came in second. Kyle Larson in third. Chase Elliott finished in fourth. And Matt DiBenedetto rounded out the top five in that. It was Kyle Larson that loved the most laps with 28. That was during his gigantically large streak of, of goodness. Uh, but this week, new car. Probably a little bit new configuration given what we saw last week and just All kinds of unknowns, but Cody, we can still tackle this the way we have all season long and and hopefully win some people some money, right?
1: That's right. I did not look at last year's race at all when deciding on what I was going to do. I've looked at, we've we've gotten three road courses so far in the Cup Series, so you can look back at those. You can make your determination. Again, it's a new car, so you're really not looking that much at previous seasons anyways, especially with as weird and crazy as this one was. I just chucked it in the trash and stuck to stuck to what we've seen this year but uh my my first point is going to be I am fading Toyota. We talked about this in the Discord channel. Uh we mentioned it earlier but in the Cup Series race again I like Ty Gibbs in the Toyota Saturday different story. In the Cup Series race they just have not been good. Uh the best finishing Toyota at Road America was Martin Truex in 13th which Okay, that's all right, but for that to be the best finishing Toyota, especially with a guy that's been such a great road course racer, not that impressive. Uh, and, and then they finished 17th, 18th, 29th, kind of some of their next best cars. At Sonoma, Kurt Busch was the best in 18th. Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin 30th and 31st. At Coda, Christopher Bell finished third which means he was running like sixth or seventh, probably before the chaos at the end there. And Truex was seventh, but then again, Denny Hamlin, 18th, Kyle Busch, 28th. So just these Toyota guys, specifically Kyle Busch, has very, very much struggled. And he's another guy that's been a very good road course racer previously. So it's been interesting to see. They've they've really struggled overall in the Cup Series this year on road courses. So I'm taking them out of all my fantasy lineups this week. I'm going to bet against them and – uh Yeah, I don't really want anything to do with Toyota this week. We were all aboard the Toyota train last week. Off of it this week, I jumped off, tucked and rolled,
0: and I'm (laughs) safely
1: watching it go down the (laughs) tracks without me. But uh, that'll lead into my first one. Uh, AJ Allmendinger over hashtag Fade Denny. Uh, This one's minus 120. Again, Allmendinger, one of the best road course racers there is. He's a road course ringer almost. I mean, he's running all the, the races. He did win here last year. Again, not looking too much into that. Denny was actually running well here. Uh, we talked about in the recap. I believe he he had led a decent amount of laps and and was leading at the end before Briscoe dumped him, which was hilarious. But looking back at the races this year, Road America, Almendinger finished ninth. Hamlin was seventeenth at Sonoma. If you remember, Almondinger lost his power steering on lap like lap two. Was ahead of Hamlin the whole race. He spun out with like two laps to go. Still finished nineteenth, and Hamlin was thirty first. So. As horrible of a day as Almendinger had, he almost beat him by double. And then back at Coda, uh <laughs> ended up finishing towards the very back, but was leading the race with about two corners to go before Ross Chastain put the bumper to him. And Denny again finished 18th. Denny has not been impressive at all on road courses this year. Again, I just talked, I just touched it all of it with Toyota and everything. But specifically Denny and Kyle Bush been really bad on him. Um, Christopher Bell, you know, if you had to pick one that you kind of like would be the one I would look towards, but again, I don't really want anything to do with Toyota this week. So AJ Allmendinger over Denny Hamlin, that's probably my favorite head to head that's on the board this week.
0: I love it. Not just because we're in in—we're back on full, full fade of Denny Hamlin mode again. Uh, it's fun to hate Hamlin one more time. Uh, but yeah, Allmendinger, and I would
1: like to point out just real quickly. Yes, we do not like Denny Hamlin, and we do like to fade him a lot. But if you'll notice, we didn't have any bets against him last week because we knew he was going to be good at the track. Now, he ended up finishing 37th or whatever. So, <laughs> But, you know, I mean, he did cross the line first and all that. So we do recognize when he's going to be good and don't necessarily pick against him there. This is a case, yeah, I love to bet against him because I love to bet against him, but I also don't think he's going to be good here, so.
0: Well, I love the fact that I didn't necessarily take the Toyota uh, just the Toyota theory that you took in this, but it sort of happened to happen that way for me anyways in my bet where I picked A.J. Allmendinger as well, but I picked him to win in Group C. Well, what does Group C have in it? Well, it's got Denny Hamlin, it's got Martin Truex, and it's got Ryan Blaney, who A.J. Allmendinger beat last season for this title. So... He's at plus two ninety to win this group, and if we're talking full fate of Toyota, if we're talking full fate of Denny and AJ over Denny, if you want to grab another plus two ninety and and figure that he'd finish above Ryan Blaney, who look, we love Blaney, we we loved him way before. Cody's been an early adopter of Ryan Blaney, but sadly, I'm
1: wearing a Menard shirt. Oh, as we see
0: speak. a Menard shirt even <laughs> there. So this is what I'm saying. Like we love Blaney, but. Almondinger on these courses can outperform everybody in that group, and in fact, it could perform everybody in Group B and Group A, for that matter. So for him to be locked in Group C on a road course, please give me that, especially at plus two ninety. He's the third from the bottom uh, of this, and he's not even at the top of this this chain. Uh, Ryan Blaney yeah. is, you know, so this is insane value for a, a group winner because. I'm looking around and I can't see anybody else that I like in any other group other than AJ Almendinger to win this. And I yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine not taking this bet.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous. I I absolutely love this one. I'm the biggest Ryan Blaney stand there is out there, but <laughs> again, back to you know, recent trends. He's not been doing well. He bad luck bug. He's looked good. He gets something happens. Again, last week we saw it, had a decent car for a while something happens, he crashes, it doesn't go well, so you can't rely on him to get you a good solid finish lately. Already made my case against the Toyotas. That makes this an easy no-brainer. So, yeah, absolutely love that, and definitely co-sign on, on that group. Yay. Group winner for A.J. I Love it. And you're getting, man, plus 290. That's just incredible value there. That's a, that's a good one, Rod. I'd, damn, I'm sad I didn't see that one.
0: <laughs> I dug, yay! I dug! <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, moving on to my next uh, one here. Another top 10, man. But, again, value is just here again. Michael McDowell, top 10, uh, plus 100. Uh, this is a guy that has done well on road courses this year. He's done well everywhere. I mean, look, maybe he was cheating a little bit, but he finished 6th slash 8th this last week. So, uh, you know, good on him, but but they've been doing really well. He's, he's had quite a few good finishes in a row here. Uh, the three road courses we've been to, he was 13th at Coda, third at Sonoma, eighth at Road America. So two of the three have been in the top 10, uh, and he's been near the top 10, at least towards the end, you're getting it up at plus money at plus 100. Uh, so for a guy that's been running well, you know, maybe they, they throw something at the board and, and try to get him uh, a win here because he's going to need to get a win to get in the playoffs. We'll talk more about that in a minute, but, uh, I, I like him
0: at, at plus 100, I cannot even argue with that one either. I mean, I, I know that the the penalty is stiff. I know that it was well, I guess, earned. But by the same token, it's you know, it's it's McDowell and, and road courses and super speedways. It just it feels like he's always somewhere in that mix. And uh, yeah, I mean, for a top ten finish for McDowell here, I, I like that, especially at plus one hundred. Again, well, top I'm- tens aren't necessarily even at plus money. Half the time.
1: Right. Usually, no. I mean, usually you're not finding a guy this good at a track like this to be a plus money. That's why I've been so impressed with with the top five and top ten lines this week. And I don't know why it all of a sudden changed, but before you'd see him and it'd be like minus 250. And you're like, the hell would I ever lay that? Like, it's not even worth considering. But great odds this week. So, take advantage of it while we can before they screw it up again. But, yeah, he's always been one of those guys that, like, you circle his name on super speedways and road courses because he's been good at both. Well, now you've been seeing him be good everywhere else. So with that momentum running on top of it, then you put him in a place where he's good at always.
0: So I, I really like that. I do too. I do too. Uh, all right, I'll give you a, a head-to-head. We'll, we'll break we'll break the trend. I'll give you a head-to-head here. This one's a little bit tough to swallow, and this one took a little bit of research for me to want to even suggest in the first place, and that's Daniel Suarez over Austin Syndrick. At first glance and at first, this is at minus 115. And if you if you look at it and you're like, oh, of course Daniel Suarez is going to finish over Austin Cindric because you quietly don't pay attention to the way Austin Cindric has run over the last, well, I want to say, since Sonoma. Right? Since Sonoma, he had a fifth place finish, seventh place in Nashville, seventh place at Road America, third place in Atlanta. But the last couple of weeks, the wheels have fallen off. 13th at Loudoun, 31st at Pocono. Right? But... Before that, he's been running extremely well. And in fact, if you go back to Austin, he had an 8th place finish there. Um, so, you know, little, little stuff going on. 5th place at Sonoma. Sendrick has done well. But Daniel Suarez, he's just got the better equipment right now. Trackhouse Racing is, has been the class of the field for better part of the season. Right? Last week, third at Pocono, ninth at Loudoun, sixth in Atlanta, fifth at Road America, 15th at Nashville. Uh, we'll give that as an outlier. But he won at Sonoma, right? I mean, Daniel Suarez is catching fire at just about the right time. Whereas the last couple races have been kind of rough for Cindric. And it's not necessarily been uh, something you, you want to hang your head on for him. And to me, I mean, he finished in, in the top 10 last year at this race but again that was chaotic a lot of stuff happened Daniel Suarez wasn't necessarily on the top of Daniel Suarez's game at that point so for me I'm going to go ahead and just uh uh ride with the guy that has been the hot hand lately and that's Daniel Suarez uh, and at minus 115 like I said I like this value in this head-to-head especially because with Austin Cindric running into some bad luck lately uh, Daniel Suarez has been able to keep himself clean
1: no, you actually might have just convinced me on this one because I had looked at this one and I was like, nope, I don't want to touch this. I've Betting against Austin Cindric hasn't really done well for me this season because of the things you just mentioned. But then you look at his last couple weeks, and Penske overall, man, Joey Logano, I had a bet on him last week and just absolutely horrible. Ford has been running not very well. Michael McDowell was the best finishing forward last week, which is not what Ford wants to see. He's not in one of those elite Ford teams. So – yeah, I mean, I you know, I I kind of like Cindric this week a little bit because he's won here, you know, in the Xfinity series before and he's run well on road courses, but you got some pretty solid points,
0: and you, you might have convinced me onto the
1: Suarez side of things there.
0: All right. I'll take that win, man. If I can convince you into a bet, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. This next one, kind of a
1: fun one. I, I really like this one. The winning car number to be an odd number at minus one forty. So it's juiced up a little, but for good reason so let me go through the the favorites here. Uh, Chase Elliott, odd number nine. Kyle Larson, odd number five. Ross Chastain, number one. Then you get Tyler Reddick. He's in the eight, but then you got Suarez in the 99. So your top three guys are all odd numbers. You got Cindric and Briscoe here. They're even numbers, but then you got Truex kind of going down through here a little bit. You got Denny Hamlin. Uh, those, those are kind of more, you're getting 20 to one at this point, but but with Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson alone, like we're going to make the case for both of them here in a minute, but uh, that alone makes me want this. But then you throw in a guy like Ross Chastain, who's already won this year at a road course. You throw in a guy like Daniel Suarez, who you just talked about him. He's already won at a road course. You throw in some of these other guys that that you can get um, even a guy like Kevin Harvick, if he pulls something out of his hat, well, wait, Kevin Harvick's in the, he's four, a four, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: just kidding on that one. But, uh, I, I mean, there's plenty of odd numbered cars, but just specifically very top loaded with odd numbered cars that are going to be good on road courses. Almost always have been good this year. Uh, even throw out a guy like Martin Truex jr. Despite the fact that he's retired and no longer racing, um, <laughs> He's in that nineteen, so maybe he gets it done. But, but no, I, I like the odd number. It's a little juiced up, but for good reason. I think I think you have a, a definite advantage betting the odd number car over the even number
0: car. I I love the theory. I love the research because again, that's the the car that I. Spoiler alert: the car that I'm going to suggest as the winner is an odd numbered car. And in fact, I'm going to suggest two odd numbered cars inside the top three. And that is Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson who you can package together to both finish in the top three at plus 700. Fantastic fun bet to do because we both know that Chase and Kyle, especially Chase on road courses, you you just can't, you cannot continue to make the case for him every single week without saying the same things, right? King of the road courses, most active wins, like the guy just wins on road courses. Now he won last week. Look, when he's not even trying to win, he still wins. So you know Chase Elliott finishing inside the top three, NASCAR will find a way for that to happen, uh, and and I, you'll benefit from it. But Kyle Larson as well. Look, this has not been the best season for Kyle Larson, and and we say that only because in comparison to last season, but it's still been a, a relatively okay. He's still in the playoffs, still got win. Like it, Kyle Larson's okay. But if ever there's a week to get back into the good graces of himself, that's this week, right? Because Kyle Larson still did well at road courses. Sonoma, just a bad pit strategy away. He still was a dominant car at Sonoma. Again, just came down to a a kind of a a weird pit call, and and it just never worked out for them and that team. So he's still the same kind of guy, and I think he's going to find a little bit more footing this week and, and, and really... Again, top three finish for him is not out of the question in any week, to be honest with you. Uh, and, and Chase Elliott, the same thing. Like I said, guy, guy finishes third and he still gets first. So uh, you can't keep him out of the top three. So to put both of them together at plus 700, uh, that would be fun. In fact, let me, let me double check real quick. I want to see a top three for Chase Elliott is at plus 100 and a top three for Kyle Larson is at plus 170. So you're lumping them together at a plus 700 yes please
1: dude absolutely amazing value okay you look back at road america elliott finishes second larson finishes third you look back at sonoma the entire stage one dominated by larson elliott right behind him they both had issues after that a bad pit call or bad pit strategy on larson's part and i believe the tire fell off or that was yeah it was a bad pit stop for elliott where he got penalized that's what it was and then a tire fell off on larson's car They were the class of the field. These guys are the best two road course racers, head and shoulders. It's not even close. Nobody is as good as they are. Yes, neither have won this year on a road course, which is going to change this weekend, but they're going to be up there. They're going to be in the mix. And if it's a normal day, which we can't always expect and we haven't necessarily always seen this this year, but I'm kind of expecting it to be a normal day, a normal race, and it's going to be dominated by these two drivers. I don't think there's going to be much question about it. So putting them together, getting 7-1 to odds is amazing. I love it. We'll just lead right into my pick to win. I've been on this guy for weeks. I believe I've picked him the last five weeks in a row to win, and he's got first or second the last five weeks. I'm not going to stop now. Chase Elliott, dude is on a hot streak. He's 4-1. to This is the lowest he's been during this time period. I still love it. There's still value there. We've talked about before, not always value on – on these guys that are super low odds like this, but there is this week. The guy is the best road course racer there is. Probably should have won at Road America. He absolutely dominated that entire race. Reddit got him at the end. His car just just fell off of off a cliff almost. It seemed like, and that'll happen. But he's the best guy there is. He's adapted to this next gen car, head and shoulders above anyone else other than maybe Ross Chastain. He's done it on road courses. He's done it on superspeedways. He's done it on short tracks. He's done it and odd triangles. He's done it anywhere and everywhere. He is good. He's on a hot streak right now. Do not quit him while the numbers are hitting. Just keep betting him. I'm fully all in on Elliott. And I I believe that we're going to see the Elliott Larson show. They're going to be one to a majority of this race. Now you might get some guys that that try some strategy and stuff. This is one of those Hail Mary races. We've seen three first time winners so far this season at road courses. There's some guys that want to take advantage of that and try to punch their ticket to the playoff. So we're going to see some pit strategies and stuff like that, people flipping the stages and stuff. Um but but Elliot absolutely love him this week. I was going to pick him. I don't care if he was minus 400 or plus 400. He's the guy I'm going to take to win this week and you're getting him at plus 400, so even better.
0: Yeah. No, I can't argue with you that at all. At all. So, Ride it till the Bucks, you right?
1: That's right. And then I'm going to throw a long shot out there just in case shit hits the fan and stuff goes <laughs> crazy. I already made the case for him. Again, the the trifecta of 30-1s. to ones. Michael McDowell, 30-1. to one. I read off his finishes earlier, 13th, 3rd, and 8th on road courses. He can put himself in position. They might try something crazy, a weird pit call, something different to get him up front. And if they can get him in front of these other guys, he's a good enough driver and a good enough road course racer. He can hold them off and be in position to get that win. Or he could be the guy that's in third when first and second get into it, wreck each other, and he snags the win, punches his playoff ticket, and he's going to have those negative points, but he'd rather be in the playoffs. So I McDowell, a 30-1, to one, there's just too much value there for a guy that, that can be up in position. And again, at this point, you're with these longer shots, you're kind of just throwing darts at the wall and hoping to hit a guy that hits on strategy, or something like that so McDowell's the guy i'm going to ride with this week
0: But right, yeah and so at 30 to 1 you're right it, the, the whole thing of it is is that road courses and super speedways it is just sort of a a, a crapshoot at this point you know now we saw especially with sonoma we thought it was an open to shut case we were like oh yep kyle larson's got this chase elliott's got this right and we saw a misstep and and it shook the whole damn thing up so uh, I like that. <laughs> I see something brewing over there. <laughs> let me give you. <laughs> let me give you my winner before uh, whatever's creeping up on the screen creeps up uh, on it. Uh, where we've got Kyle Larson. The the drop off between Elliott and Larson is is two hundred and fifty points. Uh, we, we just laid out for Chase Elliott at plus four hundred. Kyle Larson's at plus six fifty. So. To me, the I don't the 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 little cliff that that just fell off of. I'll take the plus two hundred and fifty on on Kyle Larson to actually win this race and it to, to right the ship. Kyle Larson's a threat every single week. Every even when he's not a threat, he's still a threat. So and and you put him on a road course. Again, we we, we continue to make these cases for Larson, for Elliott, for Almondinger, these the road course guys that that week in and week out perform for you. And and Kyle Larson at plus six fifty is. Great value, uh, drink. If you keep hearing that phrase too, uh, but it's great value. Plus six fifty is great value for for Kyle Larson. And I feel like we say that every week, and, and it hasn't really panned out a lot this week. But I have a feeling that this is the week that it's going to turn around. I like plus six fifty for it, and to be honest with you, I feel like this is where Kyle Larson starts to kick it in. We've been saying it for weeks, but I, something tells me my my senses are tingling for Kyle Larson. That maybe we're we're gonna see something jump up because last week, boy, it was not it was not a favorable situation for Kyle Larson most of the race. Yet he's still finished inside the top five. He's climbing, man. He's climbing, and it's he's gonna get there.
1: He's been very quietly steady lately the last few weeks, which nobody's noticed because we were so used to him just absolutely flat out dominating everyone last year. So it hasn't been flashy. It's just been solid top five, top ten finishes, but. He's been been getting good finishes. I just laid out the case for why I think it's going to be the the Elliott Larson show. So, obviously, I'm fully on board with this one and have no complaints. Going to throw a bonus out there. I saw the exactas were posted. So, uh, these these are fun ones, you know, just in case you hit that that first and second place guy. So, plus 1,800, so 18 to 1 odds. You chase Elliott to win. A.J. Allmendinger to finish second. Two of the top four road course racers in the series i would say i'll lump ross chastain in there at this point probably but but Almendinger, he's been around a long time he's a veteran he won this race last year again circumstances were what they were but he can get it done he's won a few times in Xfinity on the road courses already this year um and chase elliott obviously i just made the case for it so i think we could see elliott win Almendinger to finish second and 18 to one i think there's really good value there yeah you know to get them perfectly first and second is a little tough that's why it's longer odds but it's very very doable for being such a long shot
0: you know we don't talk a lot about parlays in this i know cfl jim loves him some parlays in the cfl uh but you know maybe maybe someday we can get a little uh little outside the box a little funky and parlay some stuff but i mean i i I think uh betting outrights and exact as are fun but plus 18 uh yeah plus 1800 that's that's fantastic that's chop licking uh and i was looking they have they have uh elliot larson one two on here
1: and that's at plus 600 so your bet is much better there because you're just getting the two to finish in the top three you're getting longer odds and it doesn't have to be perfectly first and second nope so i uh yeah you're you definitely found some value on there but yeah i do like these exactos are kind of fun i mean obviously don't don't bet your paycheck on that because they're hard to hit but uh sprinkle a little bit on a longer shot and it's it's a fun thing to do it certainly
0: is. All right, get your pen and paper. About to break down all of the cup bets for you. Cody started off with Dinger over hashtag fade Denny at minus 120. I gave you Almond Dinger to win an entire group at plus 290. That's his Group C grouping, which includes the Toyotas and the Ford of Ryan Blaney. Uh, Cody gave you McDowell as a top 10 finisher at plus 100. I gave you the piñata man himself, Daniel Suarez, over Austin Sendrick at minus 115, convincing Cody to tail that bet. Uh, We'll see if I owe him something going forward (laughs) for that. Uh, Cody gave you the winning odd number car at minus 140. I gave you Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson to finish inside the top three at plus 700. Cody gave you Chase Elliott to win at plus 400, or McDowell as his long shot at 30-1. to I gave you Kyle Larson at plus 650, and of course, Cody gave you the exact bonus of Elliott and Dinger as 1-2 at plus 1800. Cody, we're just going to have some fun watching this race. This hopefully, like I said, will not be the disaster that it was last year, but I have a feeling that this next-gen car uh, is going to be fun to watch on this road course.
1: Yeah, I have high hopes for for them having figured out that that issue and gotten it fixed and and that's getting a good show this this year so in indy was always fun the oval part of it just just because with the story and everything there but the racing was never really that great so we've seen a couple really good battles in the xfinity series and last year i mean the chaos made it more interesting and then we had the last lap battles and all of that fun stuff so so it was a great race i have high hopes this weekend um, i'm feeling good about stuff hopefully we can keep our hot streak going and uh, and see another good race. I concur. Uh, just
0: a you know a fun weekend and a big weekend too in Indy. They've got all kinds of stuff going on, not just the the Cup race and the and the uh, uh, Xfinity race, but don't they got Indy racing there too this weekend, right? Yeah,
1: it's a loaded. You got so at IRP the where the trucks are going to be. I think Arca and trucks are both racing there. And then yeah, Saturday it's a double header with IndyCar and Xfinity on the Indy Road Course, and then Sunday you got the Cup Series. So a loaded weekend in racing around there. And you got F1 too, uh racing in, in Hungary for the Hungarian Grand Prix. So uh yeah. Lots of lots of good racing
0: this weekend. It should be a fun one. Indeed. Indeed. Keep your ears and eyes on the television screen. Cody, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you all over the interwebs? Yes, you can find me on
1: Twitter at husker underscore Um gonna have an F1 article coming out here soon. Did did really good on our article last week. So hoping to hoping to follow that up and and keep hitting some good fun ones feeling good about my long shot bet this week so uh i'm working on the, i'm in the process of that article already but i know who my long shot's gonna be so stay tuned for that it'll be out here soon uh but yeah follow me on twitter at husker underscore zeb for for all my work i'll have more xfinity bets out later in the week and some DraftKings plays uh with the garage guys and uh yeah follow the show at nascar gambling on twitter also
0: of course, make sure to join us in the Discord channel. Of course, please. That's where we spend most of our time, talking to you guys, having some fun and goofing around. Uh, but more importantly, winning you money week after week, especially after qualifying, news breaks. That's the best place to hit us because we're there. We, we can see it happen right away. Uh, we just enjoy talking to you guys, man. It, for those of you in the Discord channel, this show really flies because of you guys and the fact that you listen every week, you talk to us every week. And you just have fun with us. So, yes, please continue to do so. If you haven't yet, please do it. SportsGamilyPodcast.com slash Discord. Join the conversation. Follow me on Twitter at Gomez and find me all over the sports Podcast website. And, of course, all of my sportsbook review uh, previews and, and all that other good stuff. But tomorrow we come back. We talk DFS with you. Win you some more money at the Indianapolis Grand Prix. So, until then, ladies and gentlemen, let's go racing and let's. It ride! We are